The following program is intended for mature audiences. January 19th, this is Rudy's Revelation, finding revelation in the news and meaning in media. So what we know today is the mainstream media is having to admit that Nikki Haley is wooing Democrats to vote for her in the New Hampshire Republican primary. And the media is calling them independents while those are the rules, but this plan was obviously hatched some time ago and likely involves the New Hampshire Republican Party. We also know Hunter Biden is a corrupt misfit that obviously at his age can't be reformed. But it's becoming more and more apparent that he was soliciting cash for his father through his so-called art and other dealings. There are other headlines coming up as well. Don't forget to engage the channel, like and subscribe. Share to the pod. Share the podcast. All right, let's get into the headlines. Ah! All right, Politico uh, tyranny. Trump vows to block any effort to launch digital currency. The Fed has not decided whether to make a fully digital version of the U.S. dollar. Apparently, they already. The Fed already agreed that in June of this year, they'll be launching a trial CBDC. Former President Donald Trump said that if elected, he would not allow the Federal Reserve to create a digital dollar. They're not calling it a digital dollar. They're calling it a CBDC, which is just a digital currency that the Fed is issuing. If that's not a digital dollar, I don't know what is. They're not going to call it a digital dollar. But it's a potential blow to the proponents uh, that say such a move would make the payment system more efficient. It's basically, if you don't know yet, a digital dollar is money, a credit system that can be controlled and tracked. Tonight, I'm also going to make another promise to protect the American from government tyranny. Trump said Wednesday in New Hampshire before the state's primary election this week, As your president, I will never allow the creation of a central bank digital currency. Now, Nikki Haley isn't making this promise, obviously, because she's the establishment candidate. The Fed has not decided whether to make a fully digital version of the U.S. dollar, though it has been conducting research that suggests such a move would be technologically feasible. They talked about launching a a trial, a beta version, in June. Chair Jerome... uh, Powell has said that Central Bank would not take such a step without the explicit buy-in from Congress and the executive branch, which Joe Biden would surely do and a Democratic Congress would surely do because they're upholding the establishment. The prospect of a digital dollar that is available to the public has become increasingly politically toxic. Goes on to say, uh, Politico goes on to say, uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, one of Trump's proponents, Opponents in the primary has vocally opposed establishing a central bank digital currency going so far as to preemptively ban them in his state. He has also warned that the federal government could someday use a digital dollar to surveil how America spend 
in line with how China has been using its own nascent central bank digital currency. But they don't go on to say that uh, China has been using a social credit score for some time and a social credit score coupled with a digital currency could be disastrous for liberty. The AFP um, reports strategic New Hampshire primary voters line up against Donald Trump. Here, they have to admit that uh, what's happening here is Nikki Haley is courting Democrat and independent voters or, or Democrats that have switched their affiliation to independent so they could vote in the Republican primary. Now, it goes on to say New Hampshire voter Jan Dodge says she'll vote for Nikki Haley in the state's Republican primary, but supporting the former South Carolina governor is not the main motivation behind her choice. I am not actually a real supporter of Nikki Haley, but I don't want Donald Trump to win New Hampshire, so I'm voting for Nikki Haley. Before busting into laughter, she goes on to say. Now, the AFP doesn't say whether she's a Republican. It's a strategic vote. Voters plotting ways to block the former U.S. president from November's ballot are lining up behind Haley. They're not blocking Trump from the ballot, which is another mischaracterization in this whole story. I mean, these are professional journalists trying to write this. As their best weapon against the second Trump term and planning to cast their primary ballot for her on Tuesday. Goes on to say all these things. It doesn't say whether they're Republican. And he would be even more horrible, horrible for four years, and he would be even more horrible. How is he horrible for four years? The economy was great. He stopped the influx of the southern border. How is he horrible? All the horrible things he said. Um, and that's obviously, this is a Democrat, a progressive with Trump derangement syndrome, a, a liberal. Should he take back the White House is likely a rematch with Democrat Joe Biden uh, later, he adds. You got to excuse me. <laughs> I had my phone on and people are calling and not about the show. So it's funny how electronics just turn themselves on, especially <laughs> Samsung phones. Um, uh, she found that Trump's lies about the 2020 vote, which it, she, it doesn't go on to say whether or not she's really an independent or whether she's a Democrat that switched. It doesn't go on to say, or it doesn't go on to quantify how the system in New Hampshire works. New Hampshire's registered voters are famous for adhering to their state's motto, live free or die. Not if they're voting for uh, Joe Biden, certainly. Because you're not, um, you're not free if you have a, a mandate to take a vaccination. Remaining independent in granite block that Haley has become chasing, has been chasing for a struggle to reel in Trump. It just goes on, it goes on to say, but it's showing right here um, that first of all, they don't list the primary voter as a Republican. It states in there independent. It doesn't refer to those people as independents or the reporter wasn't smart enough to ask their party affiliation or whether they lean right, who they voted for last, whether they voted for Chris Sununu as governor, et cetera, et cetera. It doesn't say any of those things. Terribly misleading, not a very good journalist or journalistic article whatsoever. AP reports potential problems with New Hampshire's aging ballot scanners could prompt conspiracy theories. 
Um, this isn't surprising. This is uh, um, an article by Christina Cassidy, an alliterative reporter, alliterative name there as a reporter. We all know what alliterative names mean for the most part. Um, it goes on to say that um, the ballot tabulators in New Hampshire are very old. Most of them which were bought during the Clinton presidency. So that's in the 90s. So AP goes on to report with a dwindle, well, it goes on to report, it, it doesn't necessarily say, with a dwindling supply of replacement parts, breakdowns could create election day headaches for local election officials who might be forced to count ballots by hand, process that could delay reporting their results. What does that mean? <laughs> Malfunctions and ballot counting delays in other states in recent years have sometimes been used to promote conspiracy theories that undermine public confidence in the vote, despite no evidence of widespread problems with voting machines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're setting it up already. I'm telling you, with Chris Sununu, uh, the Republican Party there, with Nikki Haley, and others, including the Democratic Party there, so you have a uniparty concert of what is uh, going to be a conspiracy. We have three machines and three polling places. That's it. No backup. If one goes down, we hand count. And why? People hand counted way before electronic tabulators. And you still had results on that evening. So there's no reason why they certainly couldn't have that as well. So they're setting it up for delays in counting, which means I'm telling you, and people don't believe me, Nikki Haley is going to win New Hampshire um, through cheating mostly. Um, whether or not she wins in South Carolina is a completely different story. But if there was, again, uniparty uh, consensus, we're, we're going to have problems. There is a story coming up here somewhere. I don't know how I don't get all the stories that um, I send myself. We'll see. There was a story that I was reading earlier um, about... What was it? I, I think it, I don't think I, I called it up. It was uh, Joe Lieberman and the No Name Party. I guess Joe Lieberman was one of the founders uh, of the No Name Party. He's always been sort of an independent. He was a senator for my state. Um, but he was talking about a bipartisan party, the no-name party. What does that sound like? That sounds like the uniparty, a bipartisan party to stop Trump. Yeah, well, if this article comes up, we'll hit it at the end there. So uh, moving on to some AI news, the AFP also reports Meta joins rivals in pursuit of human-level AI. So now Facebook is in the race. Um, and this happened with, ChatGPT, if you didn't know, ChatGPT was basically funded by Bill Gates once they made significant progress and now is pretty much owned by Microsoft. Meta CEO Mark Zuckerberg on Thursday said his company is joining the pursuit of creating super artificial intelligence, putting it in the race with Microsoft-backed OpenAI and Google. Google's, what is their op open mind or something mind? So AGI, sometimes car called artificial intelligence or AGI, artificial general intelligence, AGI, the goal given in an interview with The Verge 
is to create AI that is to, can problem solve and rationalize on the same level as humans. What they call super, super intelligence, the problem is not at the same level as humans. That's not the problem. The problem is when AI becomes smarter than humans, which is just around the corner. AGI is an off-stated goal of OpenAI, the company that created ChatGPT and is in central pursuit of the AI departments at Google. Zuckerberg said general intelligence now, and was now at his company's goal largely, largely to help attract the new best engineers and fast expanding AI field. The view has come, we've come to the view in order to build the products that we want to build, we need to build for general intelligence. Basically, they want to build something that's going to invent. And what happened with their, with Meta was they they got into this virtual reality thing that nobody wanted. Nobody wanted to live their lives in virtual reality. Most people want to live their lives in actual reality, despite maybe a, a sometimes skewed view of reality by using social media, but still reality for the most part. It doesn't go on to mention their f these fears helped cause a corporate blow up at OpenAI last November when the company's board fired and then reinstated CEO Sam Altman over the fears he was recklessly fast-tracking AI development. That's not why he was let go. He was leg let go because he was going to the media with these exact fears. Amid the ambition to achieve AGI is the fear that the technology's abilities will become too powerful and beyond human control. Indeed, Davos is already afraid that it has already been out of control, is already out of control. Because once you let the genie out of the bottle, you can't put it back in, is, is the point. And what makes this difficult, Washington Post is reporting, Silicon Valley insiders are trying to unseat Biden with the help of AI. So the Washington Post reports. By the way, the Washington Post uh, lost $100 million last year. So most newspapers that are owned by billionaires like uh, the Amazon guy, Jeff Bezos, uh, he, they don't buy the newspapers. Like the newspaper chain I worked at, the news, big newspaper company I worked at, the reason they're there is for political influence. This is the whole point as a propaganda sheet that gets back paid by the CIA. Oh no, that's a conspiracy theory. A just released artificial intelligence bot version of Phillips offers a similar answer. While I respect President Biden, the data and conversations, the data and conversations with Americans across the country indicate a strong desire for change. A new super PAC backed by Silicon Valley insiders is mobilizing to spread Phillips' ideas in an unusual way. And if you don't know who Phillips is, Dean Phillips is a, is a billionaire mogul. I think he's a Silicon Valley mogul that is running for president against Joe Biden. But spreading the word of Dean Phillips the PAC has already raised $4 million to target New Hampshire voters in, in a short confessional-style videos. Two Silicon Valley entrepreneurs, Matt Kristoff and Jed Summers, founded the group We Deserve Better in early December after they saw B Biden's increasingly low poll numbers. The PAC's efforts, though unlikely to move the needle for the challenger, who has gained a li very little traction despite Biden's unpopularity. 
That I mean, to be honest with you, that's why uh, the Democrats are backing Nikki Haley. New York Post watchdog group demands John Hopkins eliminate DEI program that called all white people privilege, created a toxic culture. A healthcare watch, uh, watchdog group is demanding that John Hopkins Medicine eliminate its diversity, equity, and inclusion programs after its boss created a toxic culture by declaring all white people, Christians, and men as privileged. Do no harm condemned the elite institution's empty apology after Sharita Hill Goldman or Golden, chief diversity officer for the hospital, sent a staff-wide memo last week defining privilege as a set of unearned benefits given to people who are specific social group. It's all postmodern Marxism, uh, cultural Marxism, meant to undermine uh, established POV in the United States. Just the News is reporting Hunter Biden deposition scheduled for February 28th. So that's a coup for the Congressional Subcommittee investigating the impeachment of President Joe Biden, which is coming. And the leak, excuse me, the link, the weak link um, to the Biden crime family is Hunter Biden. Why is he, uh, well, he's sex adult. Why is Hunter Biden the weak link? He's sex adult, addled. He's also addicted to cocaine still. And we'll go to that in just a second. But he was asked to give a closed door testimony uh, to the Congressional Subcommittee. And he refused. And then he made a press statement outside uh, the subcommittee while they were meeting. And then he showed up at the hearing where they were going to find him in contempt which was some sort of publicity stunt. So finally he had to, and then he ran out of the room with a tail between his legs. And so finally he had to relent and agree to appear uh, to avoid contempt charges. And the reason is they want to have a closed door hearing where records are because before any public hearing, which he, he will be subpoenaed again for a public hearing, they want to find out the truth. And then you could put on the dog and pony show in public. But you don't want to do that in public. You don't want to have the first deposition in public because you want to hear what he has to say. I mean, it's it's just a tactic. It's the same reason when you have a trial or a court trial, um, you interview witnesses beforehand. The prosecutor interviews witnesses beforehand. They don't go into the courtroom cold they know exactly how the witnesses are going to answer. I mean, it's just part of legal strategy. USA Today reports Hunter Biden's gun pouch contained cocaine residue, prosecutor reveals. Investigators found cocaine residue on a leather pouch where Hunter Biden stored his gun. Prosecutors uh, revealed in a court filing as they urged judge not to dismiss weapons charges against the president's son. So we're going back to this. I thought the weapon charges had been Dismissed, but I guess they haven't. If you didn't know, Hunter Biden bought a firearm without admitting that he was addicted to drugs. So um, that's a misdemeanor and, or is it a felony? I think it might be a felony, excuse me. Um, And so he bought a gun anyway. So he lied on his forehead and he got a gun. And then he, I think it was his wife, disposed of the gun in a dumpster by a school. And apparently it was loaded. 
Like she didn't unload it or take it apart or anything. Just threw a loaded gun in a dumpster. Who the hell would do that? Not a Democrat. If you're an anti-gun person, you sure, certainly would have do that. Snapping back at allegations by Hunter Biden's lawyer that the gun charges were trumped up under political pressure, Justice Department Special Counsel David Weiss said in a court filing that the strengths of the evidence against him is overwhelming and he stood out from any other person who was not prosecuted for similar crimes. Indeed. Like Kodak Black, I guess, is a rapper who was, um, you know, charged with the same thing. He got like 10 years in prison. The clash came as a younger Biden battles criminal indictments from coasts and, uh, from both coasts and a slew of congressional investigations that seek to tie him and his foreign business dealing foreign business dealings with his president, with the president Joe Biden. Let's see. Does it say anything about the the cocaine residue? Tax charges. Biden was charged under a statute forbidding people who are addicted to narcotics from owning firearms. Biden wrote a memoir next year recounting his years of drug abuse, including during the period he bought the gun, of course. I mean, there's evidence out there because he had to try to make it seem like he was reformed and he was even on CBS News talking about picking Parmesan cheese out of the carpet and smoking it. If you've ever smoked crack, you would know it's very addictive. Or smoke cocaine. I mean, crack is just free-based cocaine. It's just done in a different way. <laughs> there are countless videos of himself smoking crack. A chemist confirmed the president's cocaine residue on the brown leather pouch in which Biden stored the gun. There you go. I mean, it's cocaine residue, whatever. It's cocaine residue. It's not really cocaine. Residue. I mean... And people wonder, like, who had the cocaine in the White House? Yeah, I wonder. I mean, Hunter Biden was in the in the White House during July 4th celebration. He was acting very anxious and, and tweaking. He looked like he was tweaking out during the celebration. Um, and people were like, where is this, where did this cocaine come from? Yeah, I wonder. He's probably, because anybody else that has access to the White House is tested for drugs. Most people, if you have if, if you have a political appointment or you're an aide or assistant or whatever, you have to go undergo drug testing. The only people that don't have to undergo drug testing are members of dignitaries, you know, the president's family or whatever. Telegraph rep reports FBI found cocaine on Hunter Biden's gun pouch. Oh, it wasn't even, I guess that's it. I thought it was a nine millimeter. I guess he purchased a 38 caliber Colt Cobra revolver in October, 2018. It's a snub nose, nice gun. The FBI found cocaine on a gun holster it's actually, I don't think it was a holster, it's a pouch, so I think it was a, um, a belly band owned by Hunter Biden, according to court documents. Because you wouldn't, you wouldn't put cocaine in your holster. I mean, that's just ridiculous. But if you have a pouch like a belly band, which is used to conceal carry, you could put other things in there. 
So if you have a belly band that you could use to put your gun in, you could also hide cocaine in there. Agents clinically tested the leather pouch, which Biden had used to store the 38 caliber Colt revolver. So it wasn't a holster. They say it's a holster. The U.S. Pre- the U.S. president's son had been charged with illegally possessing a gun and two counts of making false statements when he purchases after claiming he was not using illegal drugs at the time. And that's not what the form says. The form doesn't say, are you using, it says, are you a habitual user, I believe it says. It doesn't say, have you ever used? It just says, are you using? Are you a habitual user? And it has nothing to, it doesn't say anything about possessing either. You could possess, you could technically, you could be dealing drugs, but you can't be using drugs. Biden allegedly purchased the pistol pistol in 2018, but had Haley Biden, his then partner and widow of his brother, Bo, dump it in a rubbish bin behind a Delaware convenience store 11 days later. An elderly man then found the cult as he sorted through the rubbish. Five years on, FBI agents removed the gun from police storage to photograph it ahead of the trial. Wow. I swear, what a friggin' loser. I mean, he's he's the son of a prominent politician, but realistically, if he never had access to money, he'd be a loser. I mean, he'd really be he'd dumping guns and dumpsters. Most people would sell it, especially if you were addicted to drugs. I would imagine most people would sell it or use it to rob other people. If you didn't know, cocaine makes you paranoid. So he was probably paranoid. That's why I bought the gun. And his wife, or Bo's wife, I should say, who who was screwing, she's just under by <laughs> she probably she's probably a liberal and said, Oh, you have a gun. The gun's gonna shoot people. The gun could hurt people on its own. Uh, Hunter Biden's sugar brother, Kevin Morris, visited White House, uh, pays first son's exes in deposition. Hunter Biden's primary patron, nice to have a patron, I suppose, took off, since President Biden took office, told House investigators Thursday that he visited the White House three times while bankrolling the first family, not just Hunter, and that he also was paying Hunter Hunter's ex-wife and the mother of his young out-of-wedlock daughter. Now, why would Kevin Morris be paying hush money and other expenses of Hunter Biden? The first son's so-called sugar brother told three House, sub, uh, house committees leading to the impeachment inquiry into Joe Biden's alleged, alleged corruption that he was he has loaned Hunter Biden 53, at least 5 million. Loaned? Is Hunter Biden ever going to pay back that money? No. And what is, what is Mr. Morris going to get for that money? Morris, 60, met Hunter for the first time in late 2019 as a Hollywood fundraiser for then-candidate Joe Biden and quickly began to pay Hunter Biden's past due taxes and later cover rent at a lavish pad in Venice, California. <laughs> Morris also revealed Thursday that his role as Hunter 
Hunter's family fixer extended to paying the first son's ex-wife, Kathleen Bluel, as well as a former stripper, London Roberts, who by whom Hunter sired a daughter, Navy Joan Roberts, according to a readout of his testimony from congressional Republicans. And he obtained access to the White House after lending money to Hunter Biden. Despite, it goes on to say, despite donating $500,000 to $700,000 to Democrats, the only time Kevin Morris went to the White House occurred during the Biden administration. Hunter Biden gave him a tour of the White House, attended a wedding at the White House, and went to the White House's 4th of July picnic when the cocaine was found. Maybe maybe he's going to cop to the cocaine as well. As Hunter's chief benefactor, Morris supplanted the Chinese, Ukrainian, and other income sources dating to the elder Biden's vice presidency, which are the focus of the impeachment inquiry. Congressional Republicans are also investigating alleged Justice Department cover-up to shield Joe Biden and Hunter Biden from questions about taxes and alleged influence peddling. Not to mention, ladies and gentlemen, that Joe Biden had classified documents all over the fucking place. CBS News, Hollywood attorney Kevin Morris, who financially backed Hunter Biden, moves closer into the spotlight. Certainly does. Certainly does. The Telegraph, NATO warns of all-out war with Russia in the next 20 years. If you didn't know, Sweden and Germany are already preparing. Uh, they're bu- Sweden is newly uh, into NATO, and Germany is one of the founding members of NATO are preparing for war with Russia. Why? I don't know. Vladimir Putin said he's not going to attack NATO countries. Like I said many times ago, Crimea and the buffer zone, which um, Russia created in Ukraine, were invaded simply before. Now, when they invaded, he did a feign move towards Kiev. He never planned to take Kiev. It was only to tie down Ukrainian defensive forces around Kiev so they couldn't be uh, put into the east where he wanted to create a buffer zone. Realistically, the success was so great during the invasion that he wanted to create a buffer zone all along the Black Sea because that's of the strategic interest which Russia looks to protect. Now, Russia insists on keeping the buffer zones in Luhansk and Donetsk, as well as Crimea, to protect their port there. That's Sevastopol. Um, And Ukraine is losing. So NATO was warning of all-out war because Ukrainians alone can't get it done. And the reason they can't get it done because all the young men there are dead. Reuters, Brazil's Bolsonaro vaccination records are false, authorities say. So what? So what? I mean, they're just outlawing They're trying to outlaw Bolsonaro from ever running for elected office there again because the communists want to outlaw anybody right of center or anybody center for that matter. And they're just, you know, dredging up this stuff, particularly just the sully Bolsonaro. But Bolsonaro was was not a vaccine advocate by any means. So if if he faked his vaccination records to get in and out of the United States, that doesn't surprise me. I would. He needed to get, first of all, he needed to get out of Brazil because they would have imprisoned him for, for, for everything. 
for forever. Because that's what the left does. I mean, since Stalin, I mean, I don't care what you think of Trump, but here you have a far left-wing administration taking retribution, for lack of a better word, political persecution through the Justice, De Justice Department. Um, you know, that's communistic, that's Marxist, that's authoritarian. You can't, you can't outlaw or try to undermine the candidacy of your opponent, particularly with thin legal means. They're very thin. So this is what I want to get to last. Uh, this is from the Pol Politics Watcher, Joe Lieberman's political journey and the no, label, no Labels movement. Exploring Joe Lieberman's impact on the Democratic Party and his involvement with No Labels movement. Well, he's been, he was an independent. The No Labels movement, a bipartisan org organization aiming to break the gridlock in Congress. Yeah, it's not really. Does it have what he just, he was just interviewed. <laughs> Lieberman expressed support for Republican presidential contender Nikki Haley, praising her as an impressive candidate to run on No Labels third party ballot line. Well, there it is, ladies and gentlemen. If Nikki Haley, and we were wondering what was happening with no labels because I think they were waiting for Joe Manchin to, to come in and there was some, he was teasing a presidential run on no labels, but they didn't have anybody. Chris, they were at, you know, they asked Chris Sununu, are you going to be no labels? And they asked a few other people, but there it is. One of the no label, one of the notable aspects of no labels is a commitment to endorsing bipartisan candidates for political office. It aims to create a third party ballot line that would provide voters with an alternative choice behind traditional. So there you go. Nikki Haley will be to siphon votes off Trump. You heard it here first. Will be if she doesn't get the Republican nomination, which they want her to get, obviously, will be. No labels, uh, third-party candidate. Critics have accused no labels and Lieberman of secretly aiding the Republican Party, particularly in helping President Trump. However, Lieberman vehemently denies these allegations, stating no labels efforts are focused on promoting bar bipartisan co cooperation and are tilted not towards any specific party. Yeah, sure. Yeah, they are a specific party, the Uniparty. And then it goes on to his history with the Democratic Party because he would caucus with the Democrats, but he was an independent. Back when I was a stupid liberal, I think I voted for him some time ago. All right, I'm sorry. That was a little slow and a little disjointed. Um, I didn't have enough coffee. I'm trying to get off caffeine, but I'm addicted to espresso, so I don't know how I'm going to do that. And I'm getting older, and so when I get up in the morning, I kind of need coffee. And the more, and then you build tolerance to caffeine, and you need more coffee and more coffee. And then if you try to stop, you really have to wean yourself off caffeine. Because then if you try to stop, then you get headaches and stuff. I was a big tea drinker for a while, and I loved green tea, and I would drink that exclusively for quite some time. I was a lot healthier for it, but I forget when I got it. Started getting making espresso. And now I can't get off, so. One of my many addictions. All right, so for me, Rudy's Revelation, 
See you next week. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share the podcast, leave a comment. Check out my other website, libpop.org. Learn about libertarian populism. Don't forget, you're under attack biologically, psychologically. See you next week. I'm an American, I have rights. I'm an American, I have rights.